This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I'm Alex and I was wrong. I'm singing the Alex Wrong song. I shouldn't have taken that chance. So here's my remorseful dance. My name is Alex. I use they, they pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. Hello and welcome back to Stride with Pride after the brief hiatus we had. I don't remember how brief it was, but it's it's whatever, it's fine. I'm back now, um, and this is the first episode back. So um, you might be wondering um, what I am talking about in the intro there. Um, yeah, so remember um, in the demisexuality episode where I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm romantic. Yeah, um, spoiler alert, um, no, um, I'm not. <laughs> um, so I am gonna talk about that, um, talk about Arabic identities, um, and how I sort of have figured myself out, um, and also spoiler, um, this is gonna be a multi-part series. Um, So this first one, I'm going to talk about my initial sort of foray into it. Um, And then in the second part, I'm going to talk about my current thoughts and stuff. And then in the third part, I'm going to talk about aromantic representation in the media. So that's a little preview of what's to come um am I hyper fixating on this because it's my new identity and I'm really excited about it absolutely you are you're absolutely right I am um so firstly I actually can't really remember what I what caused me to start first thinking about it but basically I figured out that I was demisexual um and then I was like cool great and then I was like oh hmm romantic orientation but like I started off um being like oh well I mean most people like take longer to have romantic feelings right like because it's like it's more of a long game you like get to know people and only after a really long time um you actually feel that like romantic attraction right right (laughs) um yeah so (laughs) um this is going to be sort of a bit in retrospect because I'm going to be talking more in depth about what I have figured out I am now in the second part um but basically um I at this point figured out that I was probably demi-romantic um and I found it quite hard to accept about myself I don't really know initially what it was but like I was able to be like oh yep demisexual that fits my experiences yeah like that makes sense that's me but with demiromantic it was like I mean yeah this is me but like it was I had a lot of I guess shame around it or I guess internalized 
aerophobia stuff um where it was like i don't want to be like this like it, it means everything it like to do with dating and stuff is going to be so much harder and i was especially like oh come on like i've just gotten into a polyamorous open relationship and then i get handed and saddled with being demi-romantic and demisexual so i have all this opportunity and then a very 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 small amount of people who will actually i will actually be attracted to in that way um <laughs> so it was initially quite hard to accept about myself and you know that's that's probably because romance and society is talked about so much more as the epitome of what you need to be and, and like that's something that everyone experiences and it's what you need to be human and like all of heteronormativity is like built around it you know um like the idea that you're going to find someone you're going to fall in love and you're going to marry them um and that whole thing is a lot of pressure um and especially with like in terms of modern dating like online dating apps and stuff it is so hard um and yeah so I don't know it was it was just quite hard to initially accept for me because of all the societal stuff around like romance being talked about so much and like I I guess I was able to accept the demisexuality part because you know sex isn't talked about as much and also I'm a very sex positive open person about that very accepting of everyone in terms of that I mean, I'm obviously accepting of everyone in terms of romantic attraction as well, or a romantic orientation, whether you have attraction in that way or not. Um, but yeah, no, it, just within myself, it was so much easier to accept the demisexuality than the demiromanticism at the time. Um, and so to help combat this, um, I looked at a lot of memes, um, and I, I found this really useful to... Um, find people with experiences like mine and feel really validated in that um so knowing people experience the same things as you and finding memes about them being like oh haha that's relatable that's me was very nice and I at this point um looked up um to see if there was a word for um you know a word like arrow ace that's a combination of both demis um because saying demi-romantic and demisexual was quite long-winded um and I found the word demian um so it's demi and then a-n um on the end and I looked at the flags um <laughs> and there were a bunch of different flags um but the two main ones was there was um one that was the shape of the demi flag so it had the black triangle and then the um white and the gray on the bottom uh, the, on the top and then the bottom um and then the stripe in the middle um was a middle combination color of um the green and the purple of the arrow and the ace flag um respectively um and it was it's like a blue in the middle um and that was fine um but one that I saw was one that had both the green and the purple stripe on it. Um, and I really found that really important for me. Um, and it, it was quite actually um, important in my journey to self-acceptance for that. Um, just because, I, I don't know, I guess the green of the flag um, 
became really important to be like, yeah, I am this. I can't change this about myself and there is nothing wrong with this. There are other people like me and I am valid and important as this identity. And so uh, because there isn't like any pride flags or pride merch or anything that has the Stemian flag um, with the green and the purple, um, I made one myself um, <laughs> just out of paper and with some felt tip markers um, and did that myself. I don't recommend colouring in a large surface area with um, fine tipped felt markers. Um, it took a long time, like a really long time and probably used like a lot of the felt things, but you know, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> so I made that and I put it up on my wall. And so it was really like a sign, I guess, for me to just be able to accept myself. And it was really valuable to me. Um, yeah, because it just made me remember, like, hey, be kind to yourself. You're allowed to be this. There's nothing wrong. And there's nothing wrong with you for being this. Um, so, yeah, no, it was it was really useful for me. And, yeah, so I, uh, in this process of trying to accept myself and stuff for that, I found a lot of blogs on Tumblr um, that were about this. Um, and there was just a lot, there's quite a few blogs around this, um, less so than with demisexuality. And, like, you find often that if there's a pride post, um, they might include asexual flag and the aromantic flag and the demisexual flag, but then there's no demi-romantic flag there, um, which is really frustrating because it's like, okay, so like if you're just going to have the asexual and demisexual ones, that's that's fine. Um, like you should include the aromantic one, but like, it, sure, you're just talking about that. But then if you include the aromantic one as well and and not the demisexual one, and you have, and not the demi-romantic one, and you have the demisexual one. It's like you're you're so close. You're acknowledging aromanticism, but you're 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 so close. But still, uh, um, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of frustrating. Um, but yeah, so I I found a lot of blogs and was able to interact with them and see a lot of my experiences in them. Um, which was really useful for me, and it, it really kind of helped me accept myself in that way. Um, and one thing that I found really, really useful was um, actually the song Difficult by Amy Allen. Um, so I'm going to play that now for you, um, and then I'm going to um, talk a bit about why I found it so important for me yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Here is Difficult by Amy Allen. <laughs> Drinking in the dark, I don't know where I wanna go I'd hold on to your heart, but I'm too irresponsible Too irresponsible 
is no surprise to me Everybody's eyes that I'm a liability A liability Difficult by Amy Allen. Um, and so, okay, at first, at first listen, um, I'll admit it does sound pretty, pretty negative. Um, so <laughs> when I was initially um, talking to my friends um, about the song, I was like, oh my God, this song is so amazing and validating for me. Um, and they were kind of concerned um, because it's, seems to be pretty self hatey in some ways, um, talking about how you're difficult to love. Um, but I think viewing it in a demi-romantic light um, was really, yeah, validating for me, just because it, it sort of had the vibe of, I know that it takes work to get to know me and to for me to have this this level of attraction, for me to feel these things. Um, I'm aware of that. 
But the idea of someone like sticking around and waiting and putting in the work for that, um, I found really, really wonderful. Um, just, yeah, like, oh, someone could do that and like, it's, it's not my fault. I am like this and there will be someone who will work for that and who will want to do that because of the care of me, which I found really, really lovely and just uplifting um, after all this not being lifted up. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was it was just such a wonderful experience. I heard that and then I was I was a lot happier. <laughs> um, and on the back of that, I actually started a uh, blog on Tumblr, which I will not be sharing the uh, URL of, um, because I would like some element of privacy, even though I just come on here and overshare. Um, but we don't talk about that. But I started a blog because I wanted to just have a place to be able to express all my emotions and stuff around being this thing. And so I guess I'll just sort of talk about some of the stuff that I talked about on there. Um, however, the blog is sort of um, not useless now, um, but I, I'm no longer Demian. So, yeah, so like when I was initially experiencing it, I oh, I found um, going back to Loveless by Alice Oseman actually was really wonderful because it really hammers home the importance of friends and friendship and how deep those relationships can be. Be, and that they can be just as important, more important than stereotypical romance relationships. And that is really validating and important to know that you're not like broken because you're like this. Like it's 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 so important. And I did have a sort of I called it a double bind, um, because it's in, in being Demi I, it was sort of um the same experience as bisexuals in a way. Like you feel like you don't quite belong with either part of the identities because you are both and all and some of one, some of the other and in different levels. And um, so I, I sort of relate it to bisexuality there. Um, so this is not as much the case for Demis, but bisexuals are a lot of the times ostracized from both queer communities when they're in straight passing relationships and then from heteros because w when they're in queer relationships so it's <sighs> that's a whole thing um but I related being demi to that because it sort of uh it would feel like I'm not aloe enough to be aloe so I, I definitely didn't relate to a lot of the ELO experiences, both in terms of sexuality and romantic orientation. But I didn't quite feel like I was ace or arrow enough to be that. And so, like, Demi, obviously, is, like, an identity that is, like, in the middle of the spectrum. It is a combination of both. But um, it differs from the bisexuality part because the ace and arrow communities are so accepting of everyone on the spectrum and I didn't really get that at the time um just mainly because a lot of the memes are quite stereotypical like a lot of ace memes tend to be 
a lot of stereotypical ace memes tend to be quite sex negative, um, which is really unfortunate because a lot of asexuals have sex and for, for so many reasons. Um, and a lot of aromantic people will engage in behaviors that could be viewed as romantic, even though the whole thing about aromantic is like doing them in not that way. Um, and yeah, it, it was very much just like, I don't want any part of that, which for me, it was like, well, I do. And I do experience these things. So it was sort of like feeling ostracized from that, which it definitely wasn't. And it's just memes. And their their communities are vast and expansive and show exhibiting of all parts of that. And I guess Ace Week um, was really valuable to me for that, for showing me that and for making me realize that, you know, just because you're, you feel it's eventually, or in this specific circumstance, you're still valid as part of the spectrum, which was really cool. But yeah, no, ironically, it, it being Ace Week um, helped me feel more valid in myself as Aerospec um, <laughs> at the time, because um, there was some information going around about Aeros stuff, but I guess it was just the emphasis on all the nuances and stuff. And realizing that there are all of these amazing nuances. Um, so that was really important for me. <laughs> and so I wrote I wrote this um, outline sort of before I came to terms with the uh, current final form of my identity. Um, and so I wrote in here um, that I am now feeling very proud and accepting of myself as semi-romantic, um, and I also was identifying as Arrow Ace um, in the broad sense as the umbrella term um, for being on the Arrow spectrum and the Ace spectrum, but in the green and purple way, uh, not in the blue and orange way. <laughs> so the blue and orange way is the um, Arrow Ace flag. Um, I think it's for the specific identity, but it could also be for the general vibe. <laughs> there is also a green and purple combination arrow ace flag um as well but <laughs> so i identified with it in the green and purple way um because like on the demian flag it was really important for me to see both parts of that identity um because they weren't interlinked for me um i view my romantic attraction what what i thought was <laughs> my romantic attraction spoiler alert um yeah and not not the case. Um, <laughs> um, and sexual attraction is very different and it could, it, it had many different forms and I would definitely feel it differently um, with different people and it would sometimes be completely separate and that's the case for a lot of people as well. So the split attraction model is really useful. Check it out on Avon. Um, but yeah, I had fully accepted myself as I was and I'm was really proud of that. Um, I'm proud of how, how I am now. It's the the past tense is not because of the proud. The past tense is because I am not that identity anymore. But at the time, I was very proud of being that. And um, yeah, just Ace Week has was really wonderful. Um, so it was a couple of weeks ago. It was October 24th to October 30th. And yeah, no, there, there was. Just so much wonderful content there, like so many wonderful creators and like recognition of aspect characters in the media, um, and just so much content, so much content about it. So I hope we have the same energy for Arrow Week, um, which is yeah, so it's called Aromantic Spectrum 
Awareness Week, and it is on February 21st to the 27th. Um, it's in February because that's when Valentine's Day is, so it's sort of accounted to that. <laughs> um, and recognizing all of the wonderful different ways that people can experience love. Um, but we will get more into that in the next episode, um, which I'm excited about because it's my new hyperfixation. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> um, and that's why I'm doing a three-part series. That's fine. Um, but yeah, um, so I hope we have that same energy. And I know that I will be doing a lot of stuff around it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed my all little story, um, part one, um, <laughs> wasn't exactly about, like, the actual identity and, like, what it feels like and all that, um, mainly because my experiences, uh, may have been like that, but I will explain a bit more about that in the next part because I think I might have been interpreting some things wrong. <laughs> For today's Creator Spotlight, I am going to spotlight Ace Dad Advice on YouTube um, and also on TikTok, same handle, Ace Dad Advice, um, uses he, they pronouns, um, and they are a wonderful content creator. It, it's it's so special to have older Ace people um, talking about their identities and being proud about it and stuff like that. Um, he's also polyamorous, which is pretty cool. So a little extra representation there. Um, so while it's not technically demi-romanticism related, um, I just I just love this content. I think they're neat. Um, and <laughs> a lot of the content creators that I've seen are either ace-focused or arrow-focused, um, but aren't demi-romantic-focused. Um, and there's a lot of demisexual creators as well, um, like Zoe Stoller from that demisexuality episode. Um, but um, so Ace Advice, really sweet, does some wonderful education videos and some FAQs and just really sweet and validating. It's just so wonderful. Go check them out. They're so cool. Um, but that is all for this week's episode of Stride with Pride. I hope you've I don't know, I guess maybe learnt something, but um, it was mostly just me talking about how I was before my current identity. <laughs> so we will get into that next week um, because I managed to stretch it out into not one, but two, and also a third one. Um, so not one, not two, but three radio episodes. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you've had a fantastic day, afternoon, or evening, whenever you are listening to this, remember, however you are, you are so wonderful, so loved, and so valid as you are. And if anyone tells you differently, I don't condone violence, but also, like, sometimes you can repossess kneecaps for fun. You are so loved and so valued, and I hope you know that. And especially all the Arrow and Aspect people listening to this. So, yeah, <laughs> I will... Talk to you next time. Don't forget to spread your joy. See ya. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.